Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Qatar School Report. As always, I'll be your host, John McSwiggin. Today, we're going to be looking at some new apps that are available uh, that personally, I think, make the average life of teachers and students so much simpler. Now, the apps I'm going to be talking about are actually note-taking apps, but they have some very special features that make them excellent for creating uh, learning materials, gathering classroom resources, and then also for sharing with students and allowing them to study and review those materials. So without further ado, let's delve into it. And uh, the reason I want to share this with you today is that I encountered several problems when trying to use traditional apps. So when I started working at the school as a teacher, like everyone else, I used a lot of Google apps. And you know what? They're fine for their purpose. Uh, If you want a Word document, you use Docs. If you want a slideshow, you use Slideshow. Okay. If you want to store or search files, you've got to do it within Google Drive and so on and so forth. But what I found was I ended up with my browser open with about 20 tabs all at the same time. And I was copying and pasting stuff left, right and center, trying to put materials together because this is the thing. With traditional apps, you can only use one app at a time. And you can only use that app to do one thing. So if you want to do word processing, you've got to do it within Docs or Microsoft Word. If you want to make a spreadsheet or a database, you've got to do it within Excel. And this is what led me to the discovery of the app that I now use. It's an app called Notion. That's N-O-T-I-O-N. Notion is a really interesting app. It will basically produce any kind of document or feature that you would want. So if you want some words, you can use it like a word processor. If you suddenly, right beside those words, want to insert a database or uh, an Excel spreadsheet, right in the middle of your Word document, go for it. No problem. Just do it. Now, If you want to embed PDFs inside that document, uh, you can go ahead and do that. If you want to put links, web links that you can actually see, you can see the page that it's referring to, you can go ahead and do that. You can also nest pages inside other pages, okay? It's a bit like a website. You know, on a website, you go to the main page and then the main page will say, go here for... Um, the information about our company, go here for our pricing. Notion looks pretty much like a website. You have a main page and then you have sub pages, which when you click on them, they lead you into another page with further information. It's really quite amazing and so configurable. You can literally have all different kinds of elements sitting right beside each other in one page. You can have your PowerPoint presentation sitting right beside lots of text, sitting right beside a database, sitting right beside pictures, web links, all in one neat page that you can organize as you like. 
Now, for my teaching specifically, what I have done is I have inserted a database. That database each week will have an entry where I enter new lessons for that week. So I can search through my lessons. So I've got like a whole year's teaching in there in that database and it's searchable. Now, when you click on the name of a lesson, it's gonna take you directly to the page with all your resources in it. It's kind of difficult to visualize what it's like. So I've actually put links in this week's podcast um, that you can go and check out. Um, I've put links to the Notion app itself. I've also put links to examples of how I use it to uh, build up my teaching materials. Now, at the minute, the basic version of the app is free. So go sign up. Um, it allows you to do everything the only restriction is that you can only upload documents to a maximum size of five megabytes. If you want to upload bigger documents, say for example, very large PowerPoints or whatever, uh, you've got to pay like four US dollars a month. Okay, and that'll get you a pro upgrade. You can upload any file size you want. Now, I cannot underline how time-saving a device and feature that is you can have all of your files inside the Notion app and also many of them you can actually view inside Windows so you don't have to double click them and open them in another app. So for example your PDFs they are displayed in a little window all of their own inside Notion app. Now you're going to say, well, what's the benefit of that, John? Well, the main, main benefit of it is this. Imagine one page open on your computer with everything inside. Just one page. You don't have to go outside of that page. You don't have to open up another tab. You don't have to open up folders looking for documents because they're all in Notion. And that really is the main benefit. The other killer feature of Notion, which I really like, is that I can publish my pages too, just like regular websites. So when I add text in there and sub pages and you navigate around it, I can publish that for individuals. So I can put their email address in and only they're able to open it, or I can publish it for the general public. In other words, I can instantly say, just share a document and everything that I see in my window, all the resources, all the files, all the embedded documents, everything is shared like a mirror image with whoever I decide to share it with. So for my students, for example, uh, they get to see instantly whatever it is that I've compiled. Means I don't have to go hoking through Google Drive. I don't have to go opening Word documents or PowerPoints, you know, copying and pasting pictures or searching through the internet. Everything is inside one page on my Notion app. So for me, that is just, it's an absolute winner, a real winner. Now, what I've also discovered is that my students really, really love this app. The reason they say they really like it so much is that they get one link and one page. This page, as I said, is like a website. So they've got a front landing page. It doesn't, it doesn't have a steep learning curve. It just looks like a website. They've got a front landing page. It has links that lead to other sub pages. So I can put instructions there on that landing page and they know exactly what it is that they've got to do. All right. So I can um, 
put all the, the tasks or exercises into that page. I can embed the PowerPoint presentation. I can put extended learning opportunities. And the beauty of it for them also is that they don't have to double click on these um, files to open it in another app. Yeah. So they have the same seamless experience that I do. Okay. They don't have to open a PowerPoint presentation inside PowerPoint. They don't have to open PDFs anywhere else. They don't have to go to external web links. Everything is visible inside the app. Now, the beauty of this app as well is because it's like a website, I, as the editor or the controller of that website, can update stuff in real time. So what I'm finding a lot at the minute is as a class progresses and I'm having discussions with students or they ask a question or they need an example, what I can do is I can literally just start typing into the page and embedding the information right in there. Anything that I've discussed in class, I'll often highlight it in red and I'll just say, I'll give it a title, something like class discussion or uh, student question. OK, so if they've been asking about something to do with punctuation or asking about uh, a character's motivation, I'll be able to type in my thoughts to, to answer their questions. And, and so the whole the whole document, the whole site, as it were, becomes much more of a reflection of what the class has actually been about. So it's much less of a static document, much more of a lively or a living entity. Now, so far, I've spent the majority of my time talking about Notion. <laughs> and as good as it is, there are two other apps that I feel are worthy of a mention. Now, the second one is called Obsidian. O-B-S-I-D-I-A-N. Obsidian is a much simpler app in many ways. It is not very adept at handling lots of file types, okay? So it's not the kind of app you're going to use in the same way that you use Notion. You're not going to attach PowerPoints and PDFs and Word documents to it. It doesn't really work in that way. What Obsidian is really good at, though, is it's really good at building a body of knowledge. And the reason it's very good at building a body of knowledge is, is that it allows you to link together your ideas. Now, you have to think of a traditional Word document for one second or a text document. So you, you write a text document, you save it, and it goes in a folder. If you're anything like me, you've got loads of documents inside folders, and you open the folder and you look at them, and you don't know what they're all about until you open them up and you read it. To open it, you've got to double click, you've got to open it inside a, you know, a window, and so on and so forth. So, firstly, you don't know what's in the folder until you open it. And secondly, you've no way of knowing how those documents are connected to other documents in your folders. Now, there might be a hint in the name, but for sure, I've, I've misnamed things, I've, uh, I've misplaced things over the years. They're not connected. Okay, so what Obsidian does is it has clearly recognized this concept that we need to link our ideas together. 
Uh, it's all about linking your thinking. So we can actually build a growing body of knowledge that reflects the way that our thoughts interweave with one another or uh, are entwined with one another. Because what we do inside our brains is we connect ideas. So what Obsidian will do is allow you to connect all of your important thoughts and ideas. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're a student for one second and you are writing a report on COVID-19. Maybe you're writing a report about how it's affected your schooling. Okay, so in the middle of writing about COVID-19, let's say the document is called COVID-19. And in the, the course of writing that document, you mention the Pfizer vaccination. Now, you can decide inside Obsidian to make Pfizer vaccination into a linked file. Okay, so you outline Pfizer vaccination. There's a shortcut, which we don't have time to discuss now, but it opens another blank page. You can start writing about Pfizer vaccination. Let's say that in the course then of writing about the Pfizer vaccination, you mention Brazil. Perhaps you're saying that Brazil has had many difficulties with the COVID virus. So you guessed it, straight away, you can create a new linked document called Brazil. And inside that document, you can discuss whatever you want. You can talk about the geography of Brazil, the economy, anything else that takes your fancy, really. Okay, now, this is the key thing. If you're studying a topic at school, you are able to trace how ideas and concepts are linked together. This is very, very, very important. Okay, because what people find is as they grow their body of knowledge on any subject, it quickly becomes very unruly. It becomes very difficult to navigate and the links between different thoughts, ideas and concepts quickly fade. And we, we don't know why they're linked together. So what Obsidian is doing is it's working in tandem with your brain. This is how we actually think. It's a case of one thought leading to another. So what apps like this are doing is they're, they're just reflecting this basic premise. It's the way that we work as human beings. Now, so far I've talked about how students can use Obsidian, but teachers Think of uh, how you can amass all of your expertise, thoughts and ideas from years of teaching practice uh, uh, in Obsidian. You can gather all the different um, ideas that you've had, all the subjects that you teach, the different branches and sub-branches, and Obsidian will track how they are all linked together. Right now, this app is actually available for free for the basic service, and uh, it is a fantastic one. So I really think that's my top tip. Go get it today. Now, there's a third app I want to mention, and it's called Roam Research, R-O-A-M Research. Now, this one is a paid app, guys. It's very similar to Obsidian. It's got the same basic concept, it, link, it uh, links ideas together. 
you can grow a body of knowledge or a network of ideas that are all interlinked. I think these apps are really, whilst they're great for students, fantastic for teachers, they're really super for anybody who wants to grow a body of knowledge for whatever reason. Say, for example, you're writing a book and you need to gather lots of different articles or quotes or thoughts, data, you know, paper, research papers. This could be absolutely invaluable because whatever you write about and however you link it together, Obsidian will be able to keep track of it. You'll be able to go back to that and use it to create fantastic content, whether that's a book, a podcast, uh, or an article. It doesn't really matter. You can use it in a myriad of ways. So that brings us to the end of today's podcast. It's a short one, uh, but I hope it's been useful. As I mentioned before, the links will be available on the podcast. I'll link to Notion, Obsidian, and Rome Research, and I'll also give you examples of how I use the apps in my everyday work. And I hope that it will inspire you. You know, it doesn't really matter if you're listening to this today. If you're not in the teaching profession, it's still something that can be extremely useful. So until the next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.